Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. An album opener it is slow anyway. Bong, I uh, guess. B- a bong, bong, a bong, Bill Berry's bong. big bong, Bill Berry's big bong to you, and Bill <laughs> Berry's big bong to you, Lucas. Uh, Sean Moore to you, lovely. Uh, what are we doing? Well, no, bong, it's, that's it's... like we're saying happy holidays, and you'll say actually bloody Merry Christmas because can't even say Bill Berry's yeah, big bong these Bill days. Bill Berry's big bong these days. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Let me own. use the correct salutation. Thank you. Uh, Ken Coogan. Yeah, and Ken Coogan to you. Uh, especially now we're back talking about some Radiohead adjacent stuff. Today is the 26th of January, yeah. which means it is the release date of Wall of Eyes by The Smile, the side project uh, formed of... Tom York of Radiohead, yep. Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead, yeah. and Tom Skinner off of Drums. Who? Uh, <laughs> so- <laughs> if Radiohead aren't a band anymore, which, you know, is up to debate, it's up for debate. does it constitute a side project? Uh, oh, or, is it just the pro- or is it just the project now? It's just sort of... Why don't we job. call it a spin-off? Because yeah, I suppose yeah. The Smile, and I don't want to do them dirty... Probably wouldn't be getting as much attention if they weren't featured like two members of Radiohead. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. let's spin off is fine. It's like X Men Origins Wolverine, isn't it? Yeah, it's is that. It? Yeah, it's no. It is actually. Yeah, it's exactly like. X-Men Except this Origins is the second Wolverine. one, I guess. So this is uh, the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. No, now. I don't either. Uh, um, but but we've we've all uh, experienced the the Wall of Ice. 
We've all eyed the wall, as Lucas uh, put it earlier today. Yeah, I've looked at the wall. There was millions of eyes on it. It was terrifying. They all looked at me, and then they and then it all went cross-eyed. And it made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, You're not that threatening anymore, actually. You big silly bunch of cross-eyed idiots. When you looked into the eyes of now, the wall here's of a eyes. Yes. Here's a question. Go for it. If you have a wall yeah. full of eyes, yeah. what does it look like for that to go cross-eyed? Oh, yeah. Good. Do all the ones they on one of... side go in to the right? And all they the ones all go the down to go... one central eye. Or do, or do they all or look do at the one in the pairs middle? go cross-eyed? So there's just pairs of cross-eyed eyes. I think it's really funny the if there's two. Like, you can have a cyclops going cross-eyed, you know? Same thing. He's not. A cyclops is effectively permanently cross-eyed. That's something to discuss at another time, I think. Yeah, what are we actually here to discuss? I suppose we're here to not go in depth on Wall of Eyes by no. the Smart, but just to offer our I first... I certainly couldn't. Right, just to offer our first <laughs> initial reactions to it. First of all, did you guys engage with anything prior to the album coming out? Uh, yeah, I did a, I did like a, a year and a half long um, deep dive of everything Radiohead have ever done and sort of all their adjacent projects... And that did include the Smiles' first album. You just smashed so you have that a out. good sort of yeah. basic sort of knowledge. What about this album specifically? Did you listen to any of the singles or anything ahead of oh, time? Nothing. Okay. Not? okay. Oh, cool. Um, I I heard Bending Hectic and then Wall of Eyes. I think Steve and I both. Yeah, we both listened to Bending Hectic and Wall of Eyes. Bending Hectic came out a little while ago, right? It was in June. It was out. It was while That's I was crazy. at Glastonbury Festival, is what it was. And I was like, oh my god, there's a new smile track out and i've got to find time to go listen to and i couldn't for like three days um and i mean just initial reactions to bending hectic i suppose fair play for releasing an eight minute single as the first thing you do on your album i guess yeah yeah (laughs) where the first half is sort of ambient the middle is like a nice pleasant song and the second half is like kind of rock well i do you know what i was gonna say sludge metal well, it's got it's got distorted guitars, and and everyone thought, oh, the yeah. Benz is back or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe we get it's as far it, as the Benz. Well, it's in bending hectic, isn't it? It's probably. It's oh, probably sure. That. But the Lovely. song, the song, it, it, it's got a lot of bends on the guitar at the beginning, and then the end is hectic. So, well done. Right. Yes. Exactly. They've absolutely nailed it because bending hectic isn't in the lyrics all that much. Uh, so yeah, that's obviously how they. I I love how the smile name their tracks like on the first one we had thin thing just because that's what it sounded like or whatever bending hectic is a good one so yes i'd heard bending hectic and i thought oh blimey bloody hell uh that's that's a hell of a lead track it's a song about driving off a cliff and being fine with it i think i think that yeah i think so went through my head yeah uh and then when wall of eyes the single came out i was like huh yeah that's um that makes sense as a single, I think, from from what you're expecting from kind of like Tom York and Johnny Greenwood. Uh, interesting opening to the album is what I thought when I learned it was the opening to the album because they released that on the same day that they announced all the details of the album. Yeah. Um, and now, now that I've heard the album, I've heard it twice. Um, it's an interesting opener. It really kind of sucks you into the world of the album i think it's not like oh yeah fucking a wall of eyes is a banger (laughs) but it does like it's it's got a very calming effect on me and it draws me into the album a little bit more you know yeah i think it's uh, it's a good opener in terms of setting you up for the vibe 
and we always like that don't you think 100 percent. it's yeah, much yeah. more of a calm album i think than the last one in my limited memory that is interesting there are moments that are much calmer than the first album there are moments that are much heavier and much more kind of full-on than the first album i think it kind of there's um, distorted guitar there's distorted guitar guitar. there's a bit that sounds very classic rock and i'm trying to remember where it is and i'll i'll find it as you're talking about it track six or seven i think it's read the room it's what I think it is, which might be track three, but I need to find it. On oh, that's the old, not, in which case, I'm way off. <laughs> let, let me put it this way: it feels more jazzy than like for attracting attention. I think you could call this a jazz album. Speak on that. I think their use of like polyrhythms and stuff like that is well established on a light for attracting attention, and I would say, mm, I, I don't know if there's any more or less jazzy about it. Uh, more or less jazzy. I don't know. You're you're forcing me to take a stance, actually, Stephen. I don't appreciate it. It's funny, isn't it? Because the word the word jazzy like come, <laughs> comes up with like whoa, doesn't it? I don't <laughs> yeah. necessarily mean like wacky. Right. Okay. <laughs> jazzy jazz. Um, if I if if my nickname was Jazzy Steve, you'd think I was a real prick, wouldn't you? Like you wouldn't think that I like played and liked jazz. Uh, it sort of comes to the same thing, doesn't it? I think there's an equal amount of jazz across all the different uh, sort of albums. It's probably the jazz drummer uh, and, I mean, and, and yeah. the guys from Radiohead that make that. His his drumming on this is is something very special, unbelievable. Um, yeah. And I suppose that's an that's still kind of a new collaboration for Johnny and Tom. And I suppose something else that we should pick out in terms of new collaborations is I think this is the first. Tom York related project in 30 years that hasn't been produced by Nigel Godrich. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's who produced this? Do do we know? Sam Pets Davies. I think I think Tom worked with him a little bit on the Suspiria um okay. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Um which is interesting. I Wait, so was the Suspiria soundtrack not also not produced then by by God in, in totality, I would say this is the first right. thing that's in totality produced by somebody else, which I think is interesting. And I hear it mostly in the drums and vocals. The way Nigel Godrich produces drums as very crisp and very clean isn't here. Mm. And the way that Nigel Godrich produces Tom's vocals as quite thin isn't here either. Tom's vocals on this genuinely think it's the best they've sounded in years and years and years very warm and rich so warm and rich Mm. and also i like that he's kind of like has given up all oh this is gonna sound i don't mean this to sound negative he's given up the pretense of like i'm one of the most beautiful singers that has ever graced us which i think we hear on loads of radiohead albums and he is now just like you know what I'm in my 50s. I'm going to go full unhinged Tom York. And it's yes. like his vocals are yeah, yeah. raspy and high and he's cool with shouting and he's cool with just doing that ah! thing that he does a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, I think this sounds great. There's like some really like unhinged moments on this record that I think are, are really interesting. When we did like 
this kind of breaking news thing with the most recent uh, Muse album. I think we did this for Will of the People. We were able to be like, okay, this track, this track, this track, this track. I know what I like about it. I know where it fits on the album. I know what it's doing. That's much more difficult with this album. Mm. I haven't got to grips yet with which song is kind of called what it is oh yeah i mean you say you've listened to it twice i'd be i mean i'm impressed uh, how much you guys have a stance on it from just two listens because i'm like yeah it was it's all nice (laughs) that's the lucas way experience and then there's that one that sounds like a song off of a moonshape pool or no which is the first one i think right no sorry they're not thinking of moonshape pool i'm thinking of um King of Limbs. There's a lot of King of Limbsy stuff going on. In there this, is. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what you mean when you're saying jazzy. Yeah, there's a lot of polyrhythms. Mm. There's this. There's this. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I don't necessarily gonna, mean saxophones and stuff. I'm just gonna play it out on my phone, just for ease. It's this one. <laughs> Under our pillow. But this sounds like um, there's a there's a song off uh, King of Limbs that sounds just like this, right? That guitar, that. Okay. I that. know what Is you're it? thinking of. You're thinking of the. Yeah. From staircase. No, I'm not thinking. No, is... I'm not thinking of that. I'm not thinking of that. In oh, which okay. case, it might not be. It might be off Moonship Pool. It might. It's late. It's late. Radio. Maybe Identikit. Ooh, which is the Johnny Edelman. Greenwood using that same delay effect on the solo. It's the one that um, that Joe Edelman helped yes. us pick out. Uh, it's identical. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I was right in the first place when I said Moonshape Pool. So one nil me to me. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know? Do you know what there is? Uh, a lot. Do you know where there else there is a, a lot of that? Uh, no, I was about to try and think of like something funny, but I just kind of the first smile album. So. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you thin thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is like the same. Yeah. yeah. It's like wow, the same. What? Same effect. Yeah. They're um. You know, th- this is definitely the second album. Of that band, do you know what I mean? Isn't it interesting because you you start to hear that they've got a sound? Yeah, exactly. You know when they yeah, when you hear one and you go, "Well, it sounds the smile sounds like Radiohead adjacent yeah, music." Yeah. yeah, and then you hear a second one and you go, "Okay, they're now starting to hear." Yeah, this sounds like the what, smile. The, like uh, we're always gonna we're always gonna put it next to Radiohead, aren't sounds, we? Still, still yeah. sounds. You know, if you put any one of these songs on a Radiohead album, I don't think any of us would be like, "What the fuck?" I will say <laughs> that I I completely agree with what you're saying, Steve. Where you go, like the first one, yeah, okay, it's Radiohead adjacent. This one sounds like the second album by the same band that made something Radiohead adjacent. Yeah, this one sounds even more Radiohead adjacent than the first one to right. me at the moment having had two yeah no i can see that they had that like the punky one didn't we on the last one uh the tv one you'll never work in television again and stuff like that where you're like whoa what the fuck um yeah i i i I really liked it but like yeah i I don't think i quite i've not gelled with it yet but it's only out today isn't it um i mean that is something that uh (laughs) we've found with a lot of 
Radiohead and Radiohead adjacent stuff is that you do your first two listens and you go, I don't really necessarily know what this is yet or whatever. And then in a few months time, uh, we might be all over it and we might love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in a few months time, we'll see them live uh, as well. And yes. I think all of this is going to slap live. Bending Hectic is going to go off. Now, I've seen Bending Hectic live. Cool. Because they were playing a lot of this stuff on their last tour. Uh, and I think Bending Hectic was the one that they played um, from in this new album. I'm trying to think if there's another one. They might have played Teleharmonic because it was in Peaky Blinders. Uh, but I don't think they did. Um, I think they played Bending Hectic. And at the end, uh, Tom York went, ah, you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> I feel like they might close with that. Um, it was so on the last tour. If you said they only played one or two songs off of this, what do they fill the rest of the set with? No, no, no. They they played a bunch of. I, I saw them at festivals. So they only played for an hour. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, they played a bunch of uh, stuff off of Wall of Eyes and some stuff that didn't make the first album, like just Eyes and Mouth, which is. You know, frustratingly, my favourite Smile song and has yet to come out on their second uh, second album either. So, uh, Considering it says eyes in it, yeah. Yeah, I know. Really, really irritating, actually. We should, uh, we're going to do a proper episode on this at some point, probably in about a year's time, actually. Um, which is, uh, when, when it comes out, it will have been a year. Um, but we will delve into the fact that there was a long-standing conspiracy theory that Radiohead had a lost album that was called Wall of Ice uh, that I've been reading about on the internet since about 2007. Um, so we should see if this is a little continuation of that, if it has some Radiohead DNA, because we know that like a lot of Tom's songs that he writes, they end up on whatever project he happens to be doing at that time. Yeah. You know, a lot of the Atoms for Peace stuff was like Radiohead songs and yeah, yeah it all gets it all gets blurry. Um any like immediate sort of highlights that you're that you're pulling out of this? First of all, at one point I worked out a time signature. So I'm as good well as done. the smile now. Was it the bit was it like one bit that was in 44? Four? Uh, well, no. No, no. Well, Steve, like four, Steve, yeah, was yeah. it on the first track? When Tom York's backing vocals are him going one, two, three, four, five, one, two, no. three, four, five, because that yeah. happens. And yeah, it's know. lovely yeah, that yeah, he started yeah. providing his own time talk. I can't so remember I guess, which one it was. I guess the mantle of the time twat passes to yeah. Tom York. Is that how Tom York the time twat? Fine by me. I won't be bullied anymore. <laughs> uh, teleharmonic uh, second track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Right. No, I found out it's in Peaky Blinders, which makes sense because I'm a proper fucking Cockney, aren't you I? You fucking Cockney. You're such a Cockney boy, aren't you? You love getting your shooter and just like like getting your shooter out and having a fucking scrap. Yeah, yeah, scrap, <laughs> shooter scrap. And bend, yeah. Bending Hectic's just great. Really, really great. Uh, I really like Read the Room. I think that's so cool. The uh, the kind of driving, almost classic rock bit at the end sounds really great, uh, and I'll uh, I'll play a bit of it now. listen to 
any of it before, but the one that goes rock rocky at the end, it gets it gets like there's 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 bending hectic. Is that bending hectic? Yeah. There's two. There's know, two I... that do that. One turns into like quite like a driving sort of quite minimal classic rock thing with a like a proper like almost bluesy riff, and then bending hectic is the full kind of sludge metal. Sort of like, doo, doo. yes. So it's bending hectic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The eight-minute song. So yeah, well, it's that's, an eight-track uh, album, which is very funny. It's an eight-track album, but it's still forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, <laughs> which is I mean, I, I, I mean, I didn't even know really when one track end and one track began cool, right? in certain parts because I just listened to it cool. on a on a on a long run. Yeah, and and sort of this album took care of like some some portion of that run, and then. And then that was it, sort of. Like, I, I didn't sit and, like, you know, see the track list as I was listening and consider it in that way. I just, like, put it on to listen to, to sort of get... Because we had to get it done quickly, because obviously it only came out. It's a bong. It's, it's a, a bong. bong. It's a it's bong. A bong. Um, it's getting good reviews already. That's not terribly surprising, is it? I guess it's a Radiohead-adjacent album. It's, it's at, like, 9 out of 10 on Metacritic or something, which is uh, remarkable. Um I I really like it. Based on the two listens that I've had, I think it's great. I think knowing what I respond to in music and knowing how albums can grow on me over time and knowing what I end up liking out of my Tom York albums, this this is, could be an all-timer. This is on its way to being one of my favourite things that they've done. Cool. Um, which is, you know... Big. Big words, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I have to wait on that because some of that is just... It's new. Hype. Tom York has released something. He's yeah. deigned us with his fucking presence on an album or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how a lot of this is done live. Obviously, the album is quite string heavy. Um, they they collaborated with the London Contemporary Orchestra, which is the orchestra that Johnny collaborates with a lot for his scores. It's the Albert, it's the uh, orchestra that they used on Moonshape Pool, um, and of course they're playing BBC Six Music Festival in Manchester with the orchestra, which I think we're all gutted to be missing uh, a little bit. We all got tickets to a different smile gig. <laughs> yeah, what I know twat, what twats we are. <laughs> we're going to Brighton, um, but I'm really interested to see in that case how they recreate all of those sort of string adjacent things with just the three of them. Uh, because it's not even Radiohead. They don't have five people. They've got three people. Do they not? And there's definitely no chance of additional musician situation. I think they will do. bring out Robert Stillman, who is a saxophonist and plays other instruments as well. But there will, so at the most, there'll be four of them. Uh, which is interesting. Mm. Backing track. Yeah, it'll probably just all be backing track. All backing track. Yeah, yeah. Even Tom York's Radio- vocals, and Radio- Tom will be like on the ego ramp, just kind of like letting the crowd sing and like <laughs> oh running around God. and dancing. Yeah, it'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> Radiohead obviously don't do backing tracks, but the smile they don't give a fuck. They don't give a single fuck. Man. Turns out that the whole that whole thing about no backing tracks is a big Phil Selway push. <laughs> well, okay. Here's an interesting thing: um, is this slightly revealing who the sticky ones in Radiohead are? Right, like Radiohead always take forever, and everyone assumes it's like Tom York's perfectionism or Johnny Greenwood's got to work out the most interesting thing he can do with a song. Right, except we've had fucking two Smile albums in three years, uh, and we haven't had a Radiohead album in eight. 
So, so, and and also I'm aware that on his Instagram, Ed O'Brien is like, don't worry, I'm still working on the second album, the second EOB album. And he's been doing that for five years. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) so is it actually that Ed is the one who's like, that slows down the Radiohead process? Not slows down, but you know, like, he's a particular one maybe and it's just all five of them in the room are not uh like it it's not it, you're not going to get the fastest results if you get all five of them whereas if you get tom and johnny on their own with another drummer they're like yeah we're bashing them out we're going on tour we're releasing two albums it's great <laughs> uh yeah um because we like i think we posited that on the uh sort of the first smile episode which was like this was born out of tom and johnny just wanted to get going and the other members of radiohead weren't ready yeah um so maybe that maybe that's what it is you know they're probably just enjoying all their money <laughs> it just can't be us well no colin colin's obviously you know pretty hard up that's why he needs to go and be a session musician for someone else yeah he's playing yeah, with nick fair. cave at the moment that tour it's just them it's yeah, Nick weird. Cave on the piano yeah, with vocals yeah. and Johnny Greenwood playing bass. That's interesting. That's isn't so it? odd. Like, him being the him being the bassist in his band is interesting. Is like an interesting thing. Yeah, but um, but but the the fact that it's then just the two of them is is odd. It's really weird. And then Phil's got his own thing going on. Uh, which we'll probably end up covering soon. It's the albums exclusively of Christmas songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ed is just just struggling with EOB album two. I wonder what that's about. Anyway, it's be a um, yeah, really, it's gonna uh, be our first eleven out of ten. Yeah. Oh, probably. You can only hope. You can only hope. Um, yeah, I think there'll be more discussion of this on our Twitter uh, at What Is Music Pod. And probably in our Patreon Discord as well. I think there's already quite a lot of discussion about All of Eyes by The Smile. So if you feel like you want to come and uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you get two episodes a week at the highest tier. Uh, You can join the Discord. You can talk about all of this stuff. There's loads of stuff over there that's good. Um, And there's a lot of absolute absolute nonsense as well. But we love each and every one of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. I, mean, oh, I meant I, the content of the, po- the podcast. No, I meant just, you know, <laughs> just the actual episodes. That, I love you very much. Episodes. Oh, you love us? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Do that's you nice. love yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Feeling good about Wall of Eyes, man. I'm pumped to see it live. Yeah, Wall I'm looking forward to seeing it live. It's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be interesting for me because I don't. I like. It's not like I'm gonna go and go. Oh, I know this song. I love this song. It's just gonna be like kind of going there and just sort of enjoying a big old vibe. Yeah, I'm gonna go, and this is the closest I'm gonna to get to see Radiohead. After yeah, yeah. Are we all gonna? Are we all gonna? Are we all gonna take like um sort of you know I don't know a kilo of DMT, mushrooms? DMT, oh, maybe yeah. DMT. <laughs> yeah, talk, I will talk to you about that. Like, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you later. Steve's, Steve's driving for the piece. Bye.